Right, a quick reminder of the Premier Soccer League. As we said, the NSL Board of Governors, uh, the media statement that came through earlier on today, uh, saying that the Board of Governors, the BOG of the National Soccer League, met today, uh, the 12th of December 2018, at Empress Palace in Johannesburg. Now, the BOG, which comprises of the Amsterdam Premiership National First Division clubs, have noted the utterances of Mr. David Tidiella, a club official and a member of the Executive Committee of the League, uh, impugning the integrity of the BOG, the Executive Committee, and the chairman of the league, Ivan Koza. Now, the BOG, which elects the leadership of the league, takes exception to Mr. Tidiella's utterances and today unanimously adopted a resolution confirming the full support of the member clubs of the league in both divisions for the leadership of the executive committee and specifically of Dr. Ivan Koza, the chairman of the league. All right. That's another one where we can look into when we have enough time. Today we don't. It would be great to get the letter, the original letter that Mr. David Tidiel actually wrote. I believe he also wrote the same letter uh, to FIFA. Interesting. Morocco will not organize the Africa Cup of Nations. With Cameroon withdrawing, they've announced today that they will not be hosting. So what does that mean? South Africa is left alone. So will South Africa host? Hey, I don't know. We'll leave that one hanging as well, but I thought it would just let you know that Morocco is no longer in the running. I mentioned we'll be chatting to Ricardo Teixeira, a BDO Money Coach, COO in studio. Ricardo, thank you so much for following up and being here in studio to chat to us. Great. Thanks, Robert. Great to be here. You would have heard the interview with Lerato Chabango. That's right. We did. A lot of things would have stood out, would have been disturbing, mm. would have been crying out for help. Mm. What was it that made you reach out to us to say that you are willing to assist this gentleman. You know, Robert, I think uh, when we listened to uh, Lerato's um, interview with you and his discussion, yeah. it hit a nerve. And mm-hmm. I think, um, and, and the core that it hit is about the fact that actually he's not alone in battling with money. Um, as BDO, we've been advising clients for 20 odd years yeah. on money. And we see a lot of people struggle with their relationships with money. And I think what's interesting, and what hit us home with, with Lerato's story is that it doesn't matter who you are. How much money you've earned, how much money you've got saved, or who you are, a lot of people battle with that. And as BDO, we are very keen, very passionate about actually helping people make better decisions, mm. helping people actually get to the right solutions. Because um, we know that if we do that, we can make a meaningful contribution, contribution to people's lives. Where would he have gone wrong, though, just in terms of how he explained things? And he was very open. He took. Yep. And the nice thing about him is that he was not pointing fingers at other people, he embraced his mistakes, yeah. Ricardo, which yeah. makes it easier, though, to step in. And that's why I said for us to be able to help you, you need to firstly help yourself. And he didn't object to that. Correct. That's right. And so where did he go wrong? I think he, goes, he went wrong where a lot of us can go wrong. Yeah. The national cycle for wealth is actually you're either going to learn about money the hard way by making mistakes or someone's going to teach you it. So if you don't grow up with childhood lessons of actually how to manage money, when you start earning your first paycheck, you're going to make mistakes. Right. The difference, though, is when you and I start, we start earning, we make small mistakes with small money. Now, professional footballers or professional soccer sports players, mm. they get into high earning potentials at a very young age. And very quickly. Exactly, Robert. And so the, the risk of, and the errors they make are more meaningful and more material. Their time frame to recover is actually shorter than what you and I are. Mm. With age comes experience. And so your, in, your earnings potential increases with age. And generally, you, you peak when you're in your mid-40s, uh, early 50s. 
It's completely reversed. It's yeah. an unnatural cycle of wealth for professional players. And, and that's, so it's not him that's gone wrong. It's actually the fact that he hasn't had the grounding, which is normal. At mm. that age, he would never have had experience of how to make good money decisions unless his childhood was exposed. As a child, he was mm. exposed to really good money behaviors. So can we resuscitate all of that? And, and I understand and I hear you and it makes perfect sense what mm. you're laying out. But for a person who says there's okay. not a cent, Correct. it's all gone. Okay. We are relying now on the help of others. How do we help Loretto? Okay. So, and I think that, that's the key thing here is that it's not about actually having money to, to make money. It's about actually knowing and creating a purpose for yourself. And that's what's unique with BDO's Money Coach. Mm-hmm. Is that we've partnered with Kozinati uh, Mazabuka, who's a football life coach. And we don't just look at the money. What we're doing together as a, in a collaboration is actually looking at the business, the brand, Shabangu, and looking at then how do we actually make good money decisions. So it's a combination of building a business for Loratu with a, bus- with a business coach, a life mm-hmm. coach. And once he's got that purpose established and he knows what's in his heart and he wants to do, mm-hmm. then we can help him make good money decisions. BDO comes in as the, as the financial guard right. and uh, that, that money coach behind him but he needs the combination of actually what is it he's going to do. And only he'll discover that, Robert. And you've got the international experience. We'll come back. We'll touch on uh, all of that. As I said, Ricardo Teixeira is here with me in studio, having put up his hand, saying that, you know what, we we heard the story. We're willing to help. And that's what we love about it. And why not have the discussion? And it is broader than Lerato Chabang. And that's the nice thing about it is that people that are listening to the show right now, they might not be football players. They might be doing something completely different. But when it comes to money management, it is not there. Learn the lessons. Marawa Sports Worldwide. Loretto Chawangu is my guest and uh, we're talking all things him. Let's talk about the highs. You would have been doing well in terms of salary, would you say? Rob, I can say at that moment it was it, it was, was big. Yeah. Yeah. I had two properties. Because I try to invest and then if things go bad, you're going to take out those investments. Mm. One year and a half that I never played football and then no income. How I was going to live, I have to pop up those investments. I don't want it to happen to others, mm. what I went through. Our conversation here, obviously focusing on the Lerato Chabangu scenario, BDO Money Coach, CEO, the man that's here in studio with me today, Ricardo Teixeira, chanting all things to do with trying to resuscitate the person, resuscitate him, bring him back into an earning power. It takes a lot of discipline. If we had to break it down, Mm. step one. Mm. Here we are. We face with the man. He was going to be with us in studio. Uh, he's not in Johannesburg as we speak. Right. Yeah. We'll be to, what's the best approach, though? Okay. So I mean, this, the starting point for Lorato is is actually to def- define for himself and determine his purpose. Yeah. He needs to actually look within and through the help of a coach, through the help of Kuznati, to actually get him to identify and define for himself what is his purpose in life. Mm-hmm. And it, that sounds like quite a esoteric statement. But it's, it's so meaningful for all of us. Is yeah. If you don't live a life with purpose, it doesn't matter how much money you earn, you're not going to actually be able to be wealthy. And, and that's on both a sort of financial level, but also in terms of actually meaning. So his first starting point, and the way we're going to help him with, is actually having that coaching conversation. Mm. Once he's established that, and that's ongoing. That's not a once-off event. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you manage... And, and, and at what point do yeah. we decide if somebody is coachable? Because I'm sure you've come across people that are not coachable. Sure, exactly. Yeah. Well, coachable is you've got to want to do it. Yeah. So he must put his hand up. We can make an offer, but you can't force someone to take it on. Uh, 
uh, is number one. And right. the, the, the reality of coaching is we only ask questions. We don't give answers. So nothing's going to land in his plate. Mm. There's no sort of, here we go, here's a golden ticket. He's going to have to work at it. Uh, that's number one. Once he's got that, then the, the coaching around actually being that guard, as I've said, being that financial director um, is actually so imperative and making sure that he doesn't fall off the, off the, off the tracks yeah. and doesn't make any errors as he goes along that journey. Yeah. Be- because making errors is part of that journey. But it is. Uh, it's I, mean, I, I know you guys give all sorts of advice, uh, you know, people that are feeling slightly undervalued, uh, facing tax issues that come through. Right. Uh, you know, there's not only just your own personal debt, there's issues of family debt as well that, that come through. Absolutely. And, and with them, it's not a case of family debt. Now it's about the family supplementing the debt that he has. Absolutely. You know, which is now throwing it completely the other way Correct. Around. And those are the dynamics that one needs to take into account. So when we're coaching on money, you actually have to start with the value system. You have to understand the, your relationship with money, your obligations, and then start putting strategies, actions, mm. plans into place. But what I, can, what I can add, Robert, I think where do you start from? You said, I think a golden rule we've seen as, in coaching clients with money is that your wealth is not determined by what you earn, mm-hmm. but it's determined by what you spend. I see. Okay, your wealth is determined by what you spend. Because as incoming is great, but as outgoing is your control. That's because it. you could limit that outgoing by holding back or investing. But if outgoing is because you feel that you need that expensive pair of shoes or that That's whatever it, it is, cars, yeah, then you go for it. Exactly. And LaRocha admitted that. Yes, he did. You read his interviews, you listen to his yeah. story, that's what it is. Yeah. And that's a golden theme that we see throughout anyone's relationship with money. Investing is that of property because property is that, is that thing that doesn't devalue. Well, depending on what's happening within Maybe. The, you know, mm-hmm. the markets out there, where, the, yeah. where, where currently the country is as far as uh, the economy is. But generally, you're not going to find a car that walks out of the showroom and it appreciates in terms of its value. Correct. It's going to be the other way around. That's right. You know, so his investments are going to be quite key in where that money, if it is outgoing, where it lands. Mm-hmm. So part of the framework that we use in terms of coaching clients with money is looking at the buckets of how you, you catch the flow of money. Yeah. So the analogy is, or the metaphor is that your source of wealth, your earnings is this tap. It can be a stream, it can be a fountain, it can be a massive waterfall. Mm-hmm. It can also turn off at any time. Wow. The key now is how do you direct that flow of water into which bucket? Is the bucket spending lifestyle, which is consumption, as you said, mm-hmm. or is it an asset that actually appreciates in value? Or is it redirecting it into a business that can create another tap? When one tap goes off, you've got a second tap. And it's that, it's that framework which is fundamentally important to, to really go to and work with to change behaviors. Mm. So if you don't change the behaviors, you're going to do what you've just described and Lorata's described. It just flows one way. Yeah, exactly. But I was going to ask you though, Ricardo, in terms of, isn't the biggest challenge people's impatience? Like if you tell somebody, listen, we, we, we're going to make sure your money works for you. It might not work for you now, tomorrow, next month, next year. Absolutely. But it will work out for you in the long run. Absolutely. And the person says, come on, I want this money now. I want to do this. On a, I'm going home. I want to buy two cows and I slaughter them. And I want to be the person uh, who everybody acknowledges when they get back home. Correct. Isn't exactly. that the problem? And you, what you're describing there, the investment principle is one of compounding. Mm. But let me explain to you with a story. So take a... Take a Robert and take Ricardo. Yeah. Robert's, we're both 19 years old. I'm going to use that as an age. Yeah. How you, did you know? You, yeah, <laughs> you decide to save 2,000 Rand a year for seven years up to age 26. 
Ricardo de Sousa only started age 27, saving 2,000 rand a year. Mm-hmm. You stop after seven years. I continue until age 65, putting mm-hmm. 2,000 rand a year. You've put aside 16,000 and it's compounding, it's growing yeah. in investments. I'm continuing. I've put 78K after, what's it, 48 years. Yes. At the end of that time, I'm only going to have one and a half million rand. You're going to have 2.1 million rand. Hmm. Now that's compounding and that's starting young and discipline that you're talking about. Yeah, it's amazing. When do we start? We're ready to start when Lorato's ready. Love it. Ricardo, thank you so much. I know you've got to Thanks, also Robert. be on a, a trip overseas. Safe landings thank you very much and thank you so much for reaching out i think that's all we can say is uh, you've taken that bold step you've stepped forward and um, i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart and i'm sure lerato and also the uh, whatsapp group that does support Mm -hmm. lerato that is out there of which i'm also a member would say thank you to you and we will guide and help you and make it easier so that that interaction uh, becomes that much more frequent. Thank you. We're humbled by the opportunity. Thank Thank you you. so much. Thank you so much. As I said, uh, BDO Money Coach, the COO, Ricardo Teixeira, joining me right here on hashtag MSW.